Okay, Isaiah 55, are you there? Isaiah 55, this morning we're going to conclude our series that we started uh, four or five weeks ago on the Bible. And, uh, you know, uh, I love that song, Word of God Speak, Word of God Speak. How many of you know the Bible speaks? Amen? And, uh, and we want to get beyond just the written word, we want to get to the rhema word, the revelation word, the illuminated word, the word that God shows us. How many of you have been reading your Bible? Look around, you see who's not raising their nose, just kidding. But uh, uh, we're, we're starting uh, on Sunday, we're, we're going to uh, deal, deal with how to study the Bible, and we had a great turnout last Sunday, we're going to continue in that. But you know, the whole idea, remember, is to teach you how to fish. If you learn how to fish, then you can feed yourself. You don't have to worry, or you don't have to wait for somebody else to bring you a meal. Amen? And how many of you know, sometimes between one meal on Sunday and the next meal on another Sunday, you're starving for a word. Come on, how many of you, sometimes right after a big meal, three hours later, I'm in the pantry looking for some food. I'm hungry again. Sometimes the more you eat, the hungrier you get. How many of you know that? And so we're asking God to stir a hunger in us for His Word. Amen. Lord, stir a fresh hunger in us for Your Word. And Isaiah chapter 55 is a great uh, passage of Scripture concerning the Word of God. In verse 8 it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it bare and sprout and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so will my word which, which goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sit it. Amen. That's a great passage of Scripture. And basically what it's saying is God has an intended purpose for giving us His Word. Amen. And just like you see it rain, and sometimes all we're doing is worry about not getting wet and just getting things that are going to get wet out from being in the rain, we don't think about what God is doing. But when God pours out rain on the earth, He's watering all the vegetation, which is crucial for us to be able to breathe. Amen? He's watering the, the, the vegetation so we can eat, so His creation can eat. And the, and the rain does not come, hit the earth, and goes back to heaven without accomplishing that which He intended for it to accomplish. Amen? And so it is with His Word. God has an intended purpose for His Word, and His Word will accomplish that which He purposed for it to accomplish. Can I get an Amen? It will succeed in the matter and purpose for which he is sent it. So today I want to talk to you about four intended purposes for which God sent his word. Amen? Number one, the first intended purpose of the word of God is the word of God will release healing in your life. How many of you ever needed healing in your life? Now, if you'll turn over to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4, I'm going to try to delay a minute and let you get over there, but this is a great passage of Scripture. In Proverbs chapter 4 is a great passage of Scripture, an exhortation to you and I to say, hey, listen, give attention 
pay attention, put some value on, put some stock in the Word of God because it will be healing to your soul. In Proverbs 4 and verse 20, it says, My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings, and do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their body. Now look at verse 20. It says, My son, give attention to my words and incline your ears to my saying. Why? Because verse 20, For they are life to those who find them and health to their body. Now the word health there is the Hebrew word for medicine. And so what, what he's saying, health meaning healing or medicine or curative medicine. And so what, what the proverb is saying here is that the word of God is a divine medicine that can heal your body. Amen? How many of you know that? That this is, this is medicine right here. In Psalm 107 and verse 20, it says, He sent His Word and He healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So like natural medicine, God's Word has the power to heal you. Amen? And so listen, like, God's Word can heal you physically. How many of you ever been healed miraculously? In Psalm 103, 2 and 3, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of His benefits, who pardons all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. You know, the Word of God, disease means a physical disorder or a sickness of the body, especially something that is chronic. And do you know that God's Word can heal people physically? I mean, listen, some people, there's been stories, there's been testimonies, there has been one after another that says, you know, I've been to the doctors, I've taken the medicine, I've done everything they know to do, and they can't heal me. But in one instant, God God gives them a word from the scripture and all of a sudden that sickness is broken in their body. Amen. Come on. Can I get a witness here? And so, you know, God's word, not only can it heal you physically, but bless the Lord, it can heal you mentally. It can heal you emotionally. That's what the word says in Isaiah 61, 1. The sovereign Lord has filled me with his spirit. He has chosen me and sent me to bring good news to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted. I've got good news for you today. The Lord can heal you emotionally. Listen, some people have been through such destruction, so much emotional hardship, so much abuse and rejection. Well, I want you to know today that the Word of God can heal your broken heart. Amen. Some people are so discouraged, so distraught because they lost a loved one. They're grieving and they're so sorrowful. But I want you to know today, I want to encourage your heart that the Word of God is like a medicine and it can heal you physically. It can heal you emotionally. It can heal you through and through. Amen. Remember that story in Luke 13 when, when, when there's a story of a woman who had been sick for 18 years? And, and I want to read it to you, you know, just so we can go on. But in Luke 13, it says, While he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, there was a woman for 18 years had a sickness caused by a spirit. And she was bent double and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your sickness. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made erect again and began glorifying God. Now, this is a really remarkable story. This lady here had been, the Bible says, she was bent over for 18 years. She had been sick. And the scripture says, Jesus called this, the purpose of her sickness was a spirit of infirmity. It was a spirit. It wasn't an infection. It was a spirit of infirmity. In verse 11, he says, a spirit of infirmity had, had attacked her. 
And this spirit of infirmity in the original translates the weak, sick, or broken, either physically, mentally, or emotionally. And so this lady's sickness was not caused by some infection in her body. It was caused by a spirit, an evil spirit. And the Bible says that that Jesus... Whenever he saw that, he laid hands on her and he prayed for her and she got healed and she was made erect. Amen? Now listen, some people go to their church, go to church all of their adult life and never realize that God is in the business of healing people miraculously, supernaturally. He touches your body and a tumor is gone. An infection leaves, fever goes. God touches you mentally, your mind is everywhere. God comes in, touches your mind and all of a sudden you're mentally right. The word of God is a medicine, amen? And so here's an important point to know. Not all health problems are physical problems. Sometimes our health problems are spiritually rooted. Amen? You know, there's two kinds of diseases. There's the physical disease, like cancer, diabetes, heart congestion, etc. But there's also soul diseases like anger, fear, worry, resentment, grief, depression, and discouragement. And listen, sometimes our physical health problems are caused by the spiritual diseases that we're, that's going on in our life. Amen? But the good news is that the medicine of the Word of God can heal you regardless of what's going on. Can I get a better amen today? Amen. And so listen, like natural medicine, we need to use the Word of God to heal our sicknesses or our diseases. Amen? Now, Proverbs 4.20 says, My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings, and don't let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart. So four things we are to do with this divine medicine. First of all, he says, give attention to your word. In other words, we need to give our full attention. We need to give mental and spiritual focus to the word of God. And then he says, incline your ear to my word. That's the ear gate. And so we need to let the flow of the word of God go into our ear gate. Listen to preaching and teaching. You know, uh, and then speak the word of God so you can hear it yourself. Amen. You can speak the word while you ride in your tractor while you're driving your car, while you're running on the treadmill. Amen. And then he says, don't let them depart from your sight. That's your eye gate. And so we need to put the word in our eye gate. We need to read the Bible. We need to put scripture on three by five cards and carry it with us. Put it in our pocket. Put it on our mirror. Put it on our dashboard. Put it on our walls so we can see it with our eyes. Amen. And then he says, keep them in the midst of your heart. In other words, meditate on it. Memorize it. Let it get deep down into your spirit into your control center into your being because the word of God is like medicine if you get it down on the inside of you it's going to take care of problems that you have in your life amen and so if you have a physical issue you're dealing with you with I'm encouraging you get you some scripture read put them on three by five cards memorize them meditate on them let them get inside of you amen and, and you know what's going to happen? You're going to start seeing things broken in your life. If you're depressed, find some scriptural medicine that deals with that emotional depression and believe God for a miracle. Amen. For example, I, uh, Psalm 1611 says, You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Amen. You're feeling depressed? Claim that. You fill me with joy in your presence. And listen to this one, Psalm 61.3. To give those who mourn in Zion joy and gladness instead of grief. 
a song of praise instead of sorrow. Claim that promise. Claim that word. The Lord, is, I, the Lord has taken depression off of me so I can have the joy of gladness. Amen. I don't want to be bent over with sorrow and discouragement. I want to have the joy of the Lord because the joy of the Lord is my strength, Nehemiah says. Are you with me? If you're dealing with physical problems, get some of the seed of the Word of God, the medicine. Psalm 103, 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget none of His benefits. Who pardons all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. Heals all your diseases. Amen. Isaiah 53, 5. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was on him. And with his stripes we are healed. That's medicine. Amen. Keep applying the medicine of the word of God to that particular issue of your life. And the medicine of the word of God will get inside of you. Amen. Now listen to some comparisons between natural medicine and spiritual medicine. First, you have to have confidence in the doctor who prescribed the medicine. How many of you have confidence in Dr. Rohi? Amen. The healer. Jehovah Rohi. He's the healer. You have to have confidence not only in the doctor, but you have to have confidence in the medicine. Amen. For the word of God is quick. It's alive. It's powerful. Amen. And then you have, to have, you have to follow the instructions on the medicine for it to work. You can't just take it every once in a while. If it tells you to take it three times a day, you need to take it three times a day. Amen? And then, fourthly, sometimes it has to build up in your system before it takes effect. Amen? And then, finally, you have to match the right medicine to disease you're trying to heal. You get the picture? You got to get the word in you. You got to get that right scripture. And if we begin regularly taking the medicine of the word of God, something supernatural is going to happen. Like rain coming down and watering the earth, the word of God is going to come down in your spirit, water your spirit emotionally, mentally, and physically. Something is bound to take place in your body. Amen. The second purpose of the Word of God is the Word of God will help you defeat Satan's attacks on your life. You ever been attacked? You ever felt like you were spiritually attacked? Ephesians 6.13 says, Take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day. Verse 17 says, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. The sword is the offensive weapon that soldiers use to do battle with. Of all the spiritual armor in Ephesians 6, only the sword is the offensive weapon. Amen? Listen, we can't sit down and let the enemy pound on us. we got to rise up in the name of Jesus, and we need to learn how to do warfare. Amen? And so the application is, the Word of God is our offensive weapon God has given us to fight our spiritual battles. And we need to start wielding our sword. Amen? You know, listen, I remember, uh, remember when Jesus was in the wilderness and, and the Bible says that he was spiritually attacked there. And you remember what happened? Satan tempted him three times. The first temptation in Luke 4, 3, the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, change this stone into a loaf of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the Scripture says people do not live by bread alone. Jesus defeated the temptation of the enemy by quoting a verse from the Old Testament Scripture. The second temptation, 
That's in Deuteronomy 8. The second temptation in verse 5, the devil took him and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them, the devil said, because they are mine to give anyone I please. I will give all to you if you will worship me. Jesus replied, the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Jesus, again, quoted a verse from the Old Testament scripture to counterattack the attack of the enemy. The third temptation in verse 9, the devil took him to Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple. He said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say, he will order his angels to protect and guard you. And they will hold you up with their hands so they won't hurt your foot on a stone. And Jesus responded, the scripture also says, you must not test the Lord your God. Jesus again quoted a verse from Deuteronomy 6. Are you getting the picture here? When the enemy attacked Jesus, he used the Bible. He used the sword of the word of God to defeat those attacks on his life. That's how he won the battle. Amen. He was able to win his spiritual battles, not because he had a Bible in his pocket, but because he knew the word of God. Amen. He didn't have time to go get his Bible when the enemy attacked him. He said, it is written. Jesus knew the word of God. Listen, if you want to win your spiritual battles, it's not just good enough to have a Bible on the coffee table. You got to know the word of God. You got to memorize the Word of God. A key to winning your spiritual battles is to get the Word down in your heart. And when the enemy attacks you, the Word of God will pop up like a sword and cut that attack on your life. Amen. Amen. Listen, Psalm 1911 says, Your Word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. I tell you, the Word of God is a sword and it'll help you defeat your spiritual battles. Amen. When Satan tempts you, use the word, take the word, apply the word, get the word out and say, no, 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 the word of God says, amen. Listen, for when, when the enemy tempts you to try to, tries to get you to go off on some evil path, some wicked path, rise up with the word of God, like Romans 6, for sin shall not be master over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Sin shall not be master over you. That's the word of the Lord. Sin shall not be master over you. How about 1 John 4, 4? Greater is he that is in you than he who is in the world. I said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The enemy is strong. He's scheming. He's tactful and all of that. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Listen, Satan is no match to the power of the word of God. Amen. And so we need to rise up. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, have you ever woke up and feeling like you're under spiritual attack? You remember years ago, Tanya and I, we went on vacation and we we were in Arkansas. We woke up and and, and Tanya couldn't hardly breathe. She was under such spiritual attack. And we could, I mean, it was almost like we could touch the enemy. His presence was so real. And we woke up and we began to just start praying and quoting the word of God. And the spiritual attack was broken. We laid our heads back and we went back to sleep. Amen? Come on, are y'all with me out there? The enemy's not going to let you just tiptoe through the church tulips and win the victory. He's going to attack you with everything he has. Use the sword of the Word of God. Amen? Come on, there's a purpose for the Word of God. It's medicine for your soul. And it's your offensive weapon to do battle, spiritual battle. Amen? Amen. Praise, praise, praise the Lord. Are you under spiritual attack right now? I want to encourage you. 
Swing the sword. Get you a word. You know, listen. Say, I don't know which one. How about 1 John 4, 4? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. John 10, 10. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. You know, you don't need a bunch of them. You just need a few of them. But get them down in your heart. Amen? Where if you're, if you're on work, you can quote it. If you're on your, in your bed, you can quote it. If you're in your car, you can quote it. Amen? If you're at the mall and about to buy a $3,000 dress, you can quote it. Get, be, get thee behind me, Satan. Come on. And all the men said, amen, preach it, brother. <laughs> Come on. Amen. Are y'all with me out there? Amen. Get you some three by five cards and get some of these scriptures down in your heart. If you can't quote a scripture by memory, you need to get some and memorize them. Amen. Go up on the website. The notes in this sermon are going to be up on the website by Tuesday or Wednesday. Download those notes. Get some of those verses. Put them on three by five cards. Get them in the front of you. Memorize them to heart and use them in your life. Amen. Amen. The third purpose of the word of God is the word of God will anchor your soul in the trials and tribulations of life. It will anchor your soul. How many of you know that trials are a normal part? Even of the Christian life. Amen? Jesus said in the world, you're going to have tribulation. In 1 Peter 4.12, he says, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through as if something strange were happening to you. Fiery trials are not a strange thing. They're a normal part of life. We live in a fallen world. Amen? We live in a world that has been inhabited by demonic forces. We're going to have trials. We're going to have tribulations. How do, you suffi- how do you survive the fiery trials of life? How do you get through them? Well, the answer is you anchor your soul to the promises of God's Word. What, what's the best thing to do when you're in a storm? You find something to hold on to, and it'll anchor you through that storm. Amen? John 16, Jesus said, These things I've spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage, I have overcome the world. So Jesus is encouraging us to hold on to His promises, hold on to His Word. His Word is like a life vest. It's like, a, it's like a, an anchor to your soul. Listen how this verse reads in the Amplified in John 16, In the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Isn't that a great verse? That's a great verse. That's the Amplifier. In other words, be encouraged. Jesus has deprived our trials from conquering us. Amen? Hey, you might, be, you might, you might lose a round, but you're not going to lose the fight. Amen? You're going to win the battle. Amen. And so we need to anchor our soul. Remember when the disciples were in that, in that great storm. They were in the boat and there were a great storm. And this, this storm was, uh, was totally calm after Jesus spoke to the storm. That's the power of the Word of God. You can be going through a tremendous storm. But if you get a word from God, if the Bible gives you a rhema word, I mean, you'll go from being under hurricane 
force winds to being like there's not a breeze in the sky. Amen? And that's what happened to, to the disciples in, in Luke 8, 22. Uh, one day Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. They got in a boat and they started out. As they sailed across, Jesus settled down for a nap. But as soon, but soon a fierce storm came down on the lake. The boat was filling with water and they were in real danger. And the disciples went, woke him up, shouting, Master, Master, we're going to drown. And when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and the raging waves. And the storm stopped and was calm. I want you to see that. The storm stopped and was calm. Then he asked them, where is your faith? The disciples were terrified and amazed. Who is this man? They asked each other. When he gives a command, even the wind and waves obey him. Listen, I want you to know that the Lord has the ability to tell a hurricane, stop, turn around, back up, and go back. You remember this hurricane that hit Texas, Mexico coast just this year? I mean, here it was, a whole, a big old hurricane comes to the coast, and all of a sudden, when it gets to the coast, it just lays down and quits. And, the, and everybody in Texas is like, yeah, we're going to get all this rain. It goes right to the coast and dies off. God is in charge of the winds and the waves, of the storms in the natural world. But He is also in charge of the storms in the spiritual world. And He can say to a hurricane that you're in, Be still, quiet down, stop, and it's got to lay down. Come on, are y'all with me out there? Are you in a storm? Come on, you need a word from God today. Peace, be still, quiet down. Men, encourage you to anchor your soul. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us out of them all. He delivers us out of them all. The fourth purpose of the Word of God. Now let me just stop for a moment. Does that mean that everybody, everything works out perfect for everybody? No, it doesn't. But he says, I'm going to be with you. You're going to get to the other side. You know, the, the psalmist said, I've been young, now I'm old. I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor they're begging for bread. Listen, you're going to lose some rounds. You're going to feel like some storms. You know, take all the clothes off of your back. Strip your house bare, but you're going to still stand and you're going to make it. And you're going to get some more clothes. You're going to get some more stuff for your house. Amen. The word of God, the fourth purpose of the word of God is the word of God has the ability to strengthen your faith. Now, why is having strong faith so important? Is that important? Is it? Yes, it is. Why? Well, first of all, our faith helps us to receive God's promises. Look in Galatians 3, 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. In order that Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham, might come to the Gentiles, so that we would receive the promise of the Spirit. How? Through faith. Faith is what opens up the promises of God's Word in your life. Listen, whenever I heard about being baptized with the Spirit, faith dropped into my heart, and I got baptized with the Holy Spirit like I never knew the Spirit. Amen? There are people that got healed in their body, and they never knew they could be healed, but they heard the Word of God, and by faith they grabbed a hold of that promise, and they received that promise in their life. Amen? Come on, are y'all with me out there? 
And so faith just opens up the promises. It helps you to receive God's promises. It also helps you to live an overcoming life. In 1 John 5, 4, it says, This is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. How do you overcome the world? With your faith. Faith helps you to overcome the obstacles of life. Amen. You don't, you don't look at the natural world. You look at the supernatural world. You don't walk by sight. You walk by faith. Amen? You call those things that aren't as though they are. Faith is hoping for something that you don't yet see. You say, but I don't see that. I know you don't see that because you're looking in the natural. But you've got to look in the spirit with me. I'm not staying right here. I'm not living here all my life. I'm going to a new level. I'm going to a new place. God is going to see me through. God is going to take me out of this pit. Faith. Helps you to overcome the obstacles of life. Do you believe that this morning? Do you have faith this morning that God has the ability to totally, radically transform your life? Yes, He does. He sure does. Got to apply the Word. Got to apply the Word. Faith will help you receive God's promises and overcome in life and, and release miraculous provision. You know what? Sometimes only a miracle will do. Only a miracle will do. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You know, I'm looking, just looking out right here. I've just heard of some of your miracles that God's done. Miraculous things, man. Frankie, just recently, somebody tried to, you know, those, they have those break-ins. I don't know what they call them. They just knock, they, don't, they, they come to your door, knock your door out, and just come in and rob you. And they try to do that at Frankie. And, and God gave them, spared them. Amen. How many of you know God will protect you? Amen. I'm looking at a couple. They couldn't have any children. They, they couldn't have, they had miscarriage, miscarriage. They held on to the promise of God's word. They submitted to God's word. You know what? They got two children's now. Amen. God's word works. Amen. Come on. Faith releases God's promises and it'll help you have miraculous provision. Remember those two blind men? They were walking around in life. They were blind. And, and they heard about Jesus. And Jesus was there. And they started crying out, Son of David, have mercy on us. And, and the religious people said, Come on, be quiet. You're in church. And they said, Forget that. Jesus is around. I need a miracle. And they cried out all the more. Have mercy on us, Son of David. Have mercy. And Jesus heard their cry. And he went over to them and he healed them. You remember that story? Jesus, in Matthew 9, 21, he touched their eyes and he said, because of your faith, it will happen. Their eyes were open and they could see. Their eyes were open. Why? Because they had faith. They believed. Why did they cry out to Jesus? Because they felt like nobody else could help them, but Jesus could. They had faith to believe that the Lord could do what no man could do. And Jesus came and he touched them and he healed them. And he said, I'll tell you why you're getting your healing. Because you believe I can heal you. Because you have faith I can heal you. Come on, are y'all with me? We need to have faith for the things that we can't see in the natural. And we need to believe for the supernatural. Amen. Amen. Faith helps you overcome and help, helps you receive supernatural provisions in your life. You got to have strong faith. So how do you strengthen your faith? Well, Romans 10, 17. So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Listen, faith comes by hearing, and doubt comes by hearing. Unbelief comes by hearing. What goes in your ear gate will transform itself into your spirit, man. And listen, you don't have to go looking for doubting Thomases. 
You don't have to go looking for negativity. You don't have to go searching for things to come into your life to try to dampen and weaken your faith. You just live life and you will be bombarded with all kinds of things that will try to rip and strip you of faith. So you need to be careful what you listen to. You need to listen. You need to be careful who you hang out with. You need to be careful who you fellowshipping with. And you need to get under the Word of God. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I know why I'm preaching the Word right now. A lot of you have been attacked. A lot of you hear some doubt. But I'm telling you right now, the Word of God is going to counteract all those evil speaking things that have been thrown at you. And I'm believing for you right now that faith is... Is going to drop down in your spirit and you're going to be able to receive because your faith is strengthened. Amen. Amen. Say, but what if I believe and it don't happen? Well, you, what are you going to do otherwise? You know, like, you know, what if I go pray for somebody in the hospital and they don't get healed? Well, they're not going to get healed anyway. Go pray. What happens if they do get healed? Amen. Come on, are y'all with me? You know, listen, I prayed a lot of prayers that God didn't answer. Does that mean I stopped praying because one prayer didn't get answered? No, no, no. That's just an attack. That's just trying to rob me of my faith. No, I believe God's word is true. Just like water is going to water the earth, God's word is going to water my soul. And I'm going to believe and trust God till the last breath that I have. Come on, are y'all with me? Yes, amen. Listen, some of you, you've had some difficulties, you've had some defeats, you've lost some battles, and I want to encourage you, stir yourself up, man of God. Stir yourself up, woman of God. Feed your faith. Strengthen your faith. Get back in the place of faith so you can receive your victory. Amen. The Word of God is faith food. The more you eat, the more your faith will grow. Amen. And the more your faith grows, the more you experience God's promises. And the more you will receive a victorious life. And the more you're going to receive supernatural provision. Come on. Let me ask you. Let me survey this crowd. How many of you believe in what I'm saying is true this morning? Come on, listen. The enemy knows the power of faith. And he goes after it. The Bible says the enemy will throw flaming darts at you. Flaming arrows at you. And the scripture says, raise up your shield of faith. Raise up your shield of faith and quench those fiery darts. Come on, the enemy, listen, if he can't get you out of heaven, he'll try to get you to just barely make it there. He'll try to make your life miserable till you get there. And I'm here this morning to encourage you, no, 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 no. We're going to live victorious in Jesus' name. Listen, Jesus died. He paid too high of a price for us to barely make it. Amen. Come on, Jesus shed his innocent blood. He broke all the powers of darkness. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. He put the enemy under his feet. Now he said, now behold, I've given you authority. Go out, man of God, woman of God. Come on, faith. The word of God will build up your faith. Faith will cause you to receive from God. So come on, you need to pull out your, your word. You need to pull it out, amen. You need to use it as your medicine. And you need to use it as your sword, amen. You need to use it as your anchor. It's an anchor. Listen, when the storms are raging and you got a word from the Lord, the wind and the waves will blow, but you're going to stay there. It's The storm is going to end and you're going to still be there, Amen. 
And then you need the Word of God to be your food for your faith. Feed your faith. Strengthen. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the Word of God. You know, I just want to mention, you could have all the sermon series, five bucks. Get you a Bible. Get it on your phone. Get it in, get it in CD. You know, if I say, I don't read. Get it on CD. Put a headset on. Let the Word of God get in your spirit. Come on. Are y'all with me today? The Word of God has a purpose. Just like water won't come down, rain won't come down, touch the earth, and then evaporate and go back to heaven before it accomplishes that which God intended it. So His Word will not go out and, without, and return back unto Him void, without fruit, without accomplishing that which He's purposed for it to accomplish. The Word of God is accomplishing something this morning in this place. Right now. Amen. Amen. Would you stand with me? And before we go, I just want to just apply the scripture here this morning. Let's apply it to our life. How many of you need healing in your physical body this morning? Let me see your hands. How many of you need healing mentally or emotionally? You need healing in your spirit, man. You could tell this morning that you need it. Let me see your hands. Amen. Now let's, listen, how many of you right now, you feel like you're in a spiritual battle? Like me, it seems like you just woke up. And it just seems like you are in the battle of your life. Come on, let me see your hand. You're in a battle. Come on. Is there something to do about it? Yes, there is. There's something to do about it. Amen. And then how about those that are going through a great storm in your life? So is there a difference between a spiritual battle and a storm? Yes, yeah, sometimes you just, things are just not happening. It's not necessarily the enemy. You're just going through difficulty, adversity, trials, tribulations. How many of you are going through a storm right now and you're afraid that the storm might wash you away, take you out to sea, and you need an anchor for your life? Come on, the Lord wants to anchor your soul this morning. And how many of you, you know, you've been through, you've been walking with the Lord, you've been through so many trials, you've been through so much, it's hard for you to even believe God anymore, and your faith has been weakened, and you need your faith strengthened. Let me see your hands. Let me see your hands. All of you, listen, that fit in one of these categories, raise your hands with me, and I want to see your hands. I want to see your hands all across this place. Now listen, I want you to do something I want you to slip out of the pew right now and just come all the way to this, all the way to the, to the, to the uh, stage right here. And come on, let's, let's come before. Say, why are we doing this? I think it's just good. We're coming to the Lord this morning. Come on, let's come to the Lord. Come on, let's, let's bring, bring our issues to the Lord. Come on, God wants to bring victory this morning. He wants to bring breakthrough. Come on, how many of you need a breakthrough this morning? You need victory this morning. Word of God, speak. Word of God, speak. Fall down like rain. Word of God, speak. Come on. We need a word right now. We need a word. Now, come on. I want to just give you some, some, some food for thought. Those of you that need healing in your body. Listen. Psalm 103, 2 and 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of His benefits, who pardons all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. It matters not whether it's physical or whether it's emotional or whether it's mental, the Word of God is medicine and it works. Come on, those of you that need healing, lift up your hands and claim that. He heals. Come on, say it. He heals all my diseases. Come on, declare it. Not to me, but to God. He heals. Come on, return the Word back to Him. He heals all of my diseases. 
He heals all of my diseases. Listen, those of you that are under satanic attack, James 4, 7, submit yourselves to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come on, rise up in faith. Resist him. Come on, greater is he. Come on, say that. Greater is he. Greater is he. Come on, use your sword. Use the word. Greater is he. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he. Come on, say it with authority. Say it with conviction. Come on, grab a hold of it this morning. Greater is he. Greater is he. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Come on, those of you that are in storms. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers us out of them all. Come on, say that. The Lord. Come on, say it. The Lord delivers us out of them all. Come on, say that to the Lord. The Lord. Come on, say it to the Lord. The Lord delivers us out of them all. Come on. Come on, hang on to the word. Declare the word. The Lord delivers us out of them all. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, some of you need just a re-energizing in your faith today. Come on, faith comes. Faith comes. Come on, declare that. Faith comes. Faith comes. Faith comes. Faith comes. I've heard the word. Faith comes. Faith comes. Come on, declare that for yourself. Come on, declare it. Declare it over you. Faith is coming into my life right now. Faith is coming in my life in the name of Jesus. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. Thank you, God. Praise you, Lord. Come on, would you pray with me? Let's pray for a release of God's anointing right now. Father, we pray for a release of the anointing of God over this altar right now. And Lord, I pray, come through this altar and lay your hand on the heads of those that are here. Anoint them with your presence. Anoint them with your power. Anoint them with your spirit. Anoint them with your grace. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I declare that the Word of God is being released right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, come on, declare your victory now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for delivering me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, listen, some of you, listen, don't settle for, thank you, Lord. You know, I'm not sure you believe yet. Come on, right? raise yourself. Come on, stir yourself up and say, no, no, this day, this day, come on, come on, stir yourself up. Say, oh, no, no, this day, this day, breakthrough, breakthrough. Come on, stir yourself up, stir yourself. This day, this day, no doubt, no unbelief. This day, this day, this day, this day, this day, this is my day, this is my day. Come on, come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Give him a shout of praise. Declare your victory. Declare your victory today. Yes, yes. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Just begin to thank Him now, Lord. Thank you for giving me a breakthrough this morning. Thank you for giving me a breakthrough. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me. Thank you for setting me free today. Thank you, God. Come on, resist the devil and he will flee. Come on, resist him firm in your faith. Come on, raise up your shield of faith and say, no, 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 no. I quench those fiery darts with my faith today in the name of Jesus. Come on, anchor your soul right now to the word of God. 
Come on, swallow the medicine of the Word of God this morning. Let healing come. Let healing come. Let deliverance come, Lord. Father God, bring peace in storms. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Praise your Father. Praise your Father. Lord, bring healing, God. Bring deliverance, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Now, come on, let the word just get into your soul. Come on. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Come on, don't be quick. Don't be in a hurry. Come on, let God minister to you. Come on, let God minister to you. Let God, come on, open your heart. Come on, open your heart to the Lord this morning. Open your heart. Say, God, open my heart. Open my spirit. God, I need a touch today. I need a touch today. I need a touch today, Lord. Touch me today. I need encouragement today. Lord, I need your spirit to lift me up. Come on, build yourself up in your most holy faith. Praying in the spirit. Thank you, Lord, that you're releasing your presence. You're releasing your spirit here. Thank you, God, that you're encouraging hearts today. You're encouraging lives today. Thank you, Father God. Praise your name, O Lord. Praise your name, O God. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. And do me a favor and and just um, either grab the hand or just touch the shoulder of the person next to you. And let's, let's pray. I want you to just pray right now. Just pray to the person on the right of you. And just ask the Lord to just touch him right now. Would you just extend your hands out to these that are up here? And just ask God to release his grace. Just touch the person. Ask God to just touch them. Just ask God to just move in their life right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray. Come on, just pray. God, touch them. God, deliver them. God, heal them. God, God, move. Move, Lord. Move. Move, Lord. Come on, pray in faith. Pray in faith. God, change their circumstance. God, change their situation right now. Thank you, God, for moving. Thank you for delivering. Thank you for setting free. Thank you, God, for bringing about a miracle right now in this person's life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now now pray to the person on your left. Pray for them. Father, touch them. Touch them. Heal them. Deliver them, God. Work in their life, God. Do a miracle for them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we're praying for miraculous things to happen. Divine provisions to be released right now. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Father God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Now, Jesus said, nothing, nothing is impossible to them that believe. How many of you believe this morning? How many of you believe? Now, come on. Nothing. Yeah, come on. Yes, 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 yes. Nothing, nothing is impossible to them that believe. Nothing, 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 nothing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, how many of you feel a breakthrough this morning? Praise you, Jesus. Now listen, you know, it's amazing. I don't know how or why or, you know, I just don't know. I don't understand it all. But man, it's amazing when God opens up your understanding. When God gives you revelation, wow, it just changes your life. So I want to encourage you. 
get you a scripture, just one scripture. You might not be satisfied with one, but get you a scripture. Write it on a three by five card and just look at it for a few days. Bring it with you. Put it on your car seat. You know, put it on the mirror in the bathroom, whatever. You know, write a couple of them, spread them around. And every time you see that card, just quote that verse. Quote that verse. Pray that verse. Lord, I thank you that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Thank you, Lord, that I'm overcoming today. And just begin quoting and claiming the promises of the word of God. And just like medicine, let it get into your spirit. Amen. Just like a sword, do warfare with it. Amen. Just like an anchor, just let it anchor your soul in your storm. Amen. And just like like food, just like like snacks, just eat on the word, eat on the word, eat on the word, eat on the word. Amen. And it's going to grow your faith. Amen. And who knows, who knows what God is doing right now in this place? Who knows? Listen, one day those blind men woke up and they were blind. The next day, they woke up and they could see. Amen? Come on. In one instant, those disciples were in the storm of their life. In the next instant, the storm was calm. One instant, one moment, God injected His grace into their situation and it changed. If God did that for them, why can't He do that for us? Amen? Isn't He the same yesterday? Today and forever. Isn't that what the Bible says? Jesus, the same yesterday and today and forever. Yes. Amen. 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 So don't let this be the end. Come on, let's drive this this point. Let's drive this word home in our lives. Amen. Amen. I want to hear the testimonies because I believe they're coming. Amen? Y'all believe it? Amen. Amen. God bless you.